This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Knows. So we are doing the Srimad Bhagavad Gita chapter 4. We had completed chapter 4 up to and uh, today we are going to do a certain amount related to karma. And what exactly is this yogi who is very good in doing his karma? What exactly is he supposed to do? So, having subdued his mind and body and having given up all objects of enjoyment, free from craving. When we say that giving up all bodily desires, what are the desires that a body has? Today's day and age, the desires have gone up tremendously. Because there are too many means of, you know, the council in the villages and so on and so forth. So in the past, the knowledge was limited to a certain number of people. And that knowledge was not distributed as widely as today. Everybody in this world knows where to find the answers. Smithsonian or any of these big museums, you know, I don't have to go to Notre Dame, I don't have to go to any of the other places in the world, even the Vatican, or if I have to go to even Tirupati, I don't have to go there. At the click of a button, in my phone, in my other, I am able to get that knowledge from there. Where was it in olden times? It was not there. Meditation is too much nowadays. Human beings are so well facilitated. Now, a man had to give up whatever his petty desires were, like, you know, family, having a simple lifestyle, earning a little bread for himself and his family. All those things was there. But today, he has got too many things to bother himself. There were no huge businesses in the past. They were handled by very few people. So if somebody was dealing with milk, he was just dealing with milk. He was selling milk that he wanted to. But today, because of the boom in marketing, and the whole world has expanded. You may be a very small person in one part of the world, but you can definitely connect with another person in another part of the continent somewhere. So, the desires could be tremendous. <laughs> Making money is also a desire. Earlier, in terms of bodily lust and all, I mean, a person visited a brothel. Today, you don't even have to do that. You just use your phone. I mean, think about it. You just use your phone. You can see a po- you can see. You can connect with some partner somewhere in the world. Past. Marriage has become literally so much easy. Like, I mean, please understand one swiping. Right, left, right, left, whatever you want to. And here it's a matter of trial and error. I mean, you can imagine, you can do trials in life. This is the facilitation which has happened today. So, the ways of enjoyment are too many. And man has got a lot of things going on for himself. 
past so because of so many enticements it has become extremely difficult for human beings today in this kali yuga to get out of the normal lifestyle i eat only this i drink only this they will say that i cannot have this i cannot have that i have to wear my you know if i'm going out i have to wear goggles you know i have to wear nice sunglasses why because it hurts my this is exactly what has happened everybody carries a smartphone advanced in their way of thinking so to get rid of it is very difficult if you are there on any social media try getting rid of it it is somewhere or the other your data is there somewhere from some and there are too many ways of getting in touch with each other so this thing which he says giving up free of any objects of enjoyment and free from craving is very very tough in today's day and age in the past it was easy he had only one wife to think of maybe or the wife had only one husband to think of <laughs> and there was hardly anything to eat at home so any which way they were not eating much this action maximum was farming you know that that is our all that thing was easy to give up but today i in coming into spiritual today it's unfortunate that he has to overcome too many things in the world and too many competitions he has to so this is the issue so first subduing the mind and body how do you subdue the mind and body is a question everybody wants an answer for you can't subdue your mind and you can't subdue your body so how rare are these creatures it's like a this person is a unicorn not to be seen anywhere how many can do actually karma yoga i don't think iced by everything around them you can't even go to the himalayas and say oh i'm going to sit over there do you know what would happen the government will ask you do you have permission to sit over here now forget that portion here in south india also there is uti <laughs> you know somebody who is there in the spiritual world with me if she has to go to the jungle to do her meditation she has to take the government and the police permission to go inside the jungle also you can't even enter from one state to another and today's coronavirus thing which is happening the point so for the man today just to get out of this yoga and get into the state of karma yoga is his mind and body a man has to subdue his mind and body wherever he is 
you have to cut off one by one and the efforts are going to be very very severe effort a lot of effort goes into it cutting off and if you are that fortunate one who has got the opportunity to cut off you should be thankful to god that you have got the opportunity to cut off from all this nonsensical world it's a very very good thing for those who can actually cut off so then to get over the mind and body is easy because you don't have any commitments anywhere you don't have attachments to anything so overcoming the mind and body so i am asking you all if you have the opportunity in your life to get to this point that you have been given that aloneness you are satisfied in what you have got do you see god giving opportunity today you cannot have luxury items around you isn't it so you can have very simple food very simple living and you can be totally cut off from the world it is a lifetime opportunity why would you want to give this opportunity up it's a god given opportunity to be alone to not get involved in any of this mind and body things when i talk of mind and body i really mean that you have to control your mind and control your body giving up all objects of enjoyment every enjoyment you think that is there in this world give it up you can stay away you can say no i will not touch my phone i will not whatever that you are having i will not look at all the horrible pictures that are there i am not going to get involved in any relationships because you know an empty mind is a devil's workshop they say you know when there is nothing to do you have everything to think of what is my girlfriend doing what is she doing what is he doing all that kind of nonsense goes on message message after message can you stay away from that god has given you the opportunity not even to visit your girlfriend or your boyfriend this on its own again there aren't many things available for a normal person you cannot order anything you cannot go and buy a car you cannot buy houses you cannot buy anything which is you know uh, luxury goods all these companies have literally come to a standstill the car companies a very big break it's not a break maybe the engine has got turned off for them look at that the car companies are in doldrums there is no money nobody is buying nothing is happening the people those who are selling marketing big big houses and all they can't even sell one property today why first and foremost you need somebody to come and see and the kind of prices which these people are quoting do you really believe that they are worth that much in today's day and age they are not even one fourth that price so if somebody is charging you a bomb 
if you are a person who wants to buy a property you need to keep quiet at this given moment in time because you know very well that this there is nobody out there going to buy because the whole world has come to a full stop it's not even a comma so property wise luxury goods those who wanted to buy fancy watches fan delivery is going to come from even big companies like apple are slashed their rates down by quite a big amount isn't it to sell those goods today first they can't produce second they can't sell where are they going to sell and who is going to deliver them so this is like a god given opportunity where no enticement happen take this take this take this take this no even your haircut you know for which you might have paid there are women over here they pay through their nose for getting their you know there's few hairs cut i mean can you imagine that coloring and hair this thing and that thing so many things they have to go and do it costs a bomb isn't it i'm sure today you don't have to spend that you may say oh i look very bad it doesn't matter but you are saving that much amount of money you don't have to waste it so i hope you got the answer in that it's a god given opportunity take it don't lose this opportunity give up all these enjoyments of objects free this craving that you have just get out of this craving i want i want i want i want what is this i want i want i want don't what you have is enough i still remember there are some very great people really great industrialists and business people abroad also i still remember reading some azim prem ji or even the person abroad what is his name warren buffet these people drive away all you know these men can buy companies ratan tata is the owner of jlr jaguar land rover he can buy the fanciest of the cars wipro chairman you think he can't buy the entire companies which manufacture cars and yet these people have lived in frugality frugal world you see they are using vehicles which were so old it is a matter of transportation please understand this and today there are idiots like film actors who own aeroplanes they are earning this much and they want to have their own aeroplane you know what they call fancy jets for what i don't know these great people they i don't know the companies must be owning aeroplanes they don't own anything so this is a time when you have to become frugal a very god given opportunity a very big god given opportunity use it get rid of all the trash that is around there in your house throw it away what is the use of that fancy painting that you are having can you just chuck it what is the point in having furniture which you have never going to sit on i don't understand that kind of a need so that which with which you perform that bodily action if you have to become this karma yogi first overcome this mind and body 
give up all the desires that you have. Free this craving, remove this craving from your life. Just do those little bodily actions that are needed. The little food that you got to eat, eat it. Alright? Simple, frugal living. Live very, very frugally. There are people in this world who literally live very frugally. They may not consider themselves as karma yogi, but this verse will say that they are karma yogis. It's difficult to become a karma yogi. But there are karma yogis in the world today, but they may not even know that they are karma yogis. So they just do that little action of eating, drinking, sleeping, naturally actions. Such people do not incur any sin or perform any karma. The moment you have any desire, I want to own a company, I want to do this, I want to fly abroad, I want to get married, I want to have children, I want to have a family, I want to do this, I want to do that. That I want, I want, I want, I want, I want is called desire. When you have that, remember one thing, you are incurring a very, very big sin. Let us, I I normally give examples, so I will give a couple of examples. Let us say, you are buying a fancy car. Or you are getting an admission in a fancy college. Let us say you get an admission in Harvard's of this world. You know what? How many people can go to Harvard? Few. The whole world is going to be jealous of you. Why? You got admission in Harvard, you know. Suppose you get married to the richest girl in India or the world. Oh, you have a great catch. What catch? Or a person like Priyanka Chopra getting married to that singer. Oh, she's getting married to her. So, do you get the point? The whole world of you. You may not understand this. But the moment the person is jealous of you, he and you are in a trap of karma. Both of you. Now you are one person. And here there is the entire world. Now you owe the world. Owe. Every person who thinks that this person has got it really great, you will have to come in their position and they have to come in your. It is always at a cost, remember this. If someone marries a very beautiful girl or a handsome man, You know, the whole world is going to be very, very jealous and they will pass a lot of snide remarks and do a lot of nonsensical stuff. They want to be in your shoes, isn't it? And when they want to be in your shoes and they have a desire to be in your shoes, their desires will be met. Because whatever that a person desires, isn't that desire fulfilled? Doesn't that tell you that you have already sanctioned yourself so many lifetimes of it? So, do you get the point? So, that is the problem with Karma Yoga. People don't understand. So, we move to the next verse. 
verse 24 of the Bhagavad Gita. The karma yogi who is contented with whatever is got unsought is free from jealousy and has transcended all pair of opposites like joy and grief and is equipoised in success and failure is not bound by his action. Just now I gave you the example of getting admission in a fancy college. Isn't that what I told you? The whole world is going to be jealous of you. If you have the money, the whole world is going to be jealous of you because you have the money. If you look very good, the whole world is jealous of you because you look good. Anything that you own, anything that you possess, anything that you seem to get, that is a cause of misery to the world. You win a lottery ticket, the whole world is going to be saying, Oh, this person got the lottery ticket. And you think that is not going to be a cause of karma yoga? It is going to be a part of your karma. Do you get the point? I just gave an example of Howard. Forget about Howard, you may become just a small minister. Alright? Or you may get a position in the government, you become an IAS officer. A government official. Or you get a job in a bank or a government institution. Five lakh people applied for it and just a few got it and you are one amongst them. You know the remaining five lakh people plus the 50 lakh ahead of them, they are all going to be jealous. Who are those 50 lakh people? Those who did not get qualified. Example. Let us say you are giving an examination. Alright? The examination is for doing an MBA. Very fancy institute called Indian Institute of Management. IIM. Let us say. Now when you are doing your IIM, the criteria, number one criteria for getting into that institute is first and foremost to get good marks in your examination in your college whichever college that you are doing you are doing your graduation that means the criteria have to be met so suppose the criteria is first class first like basically it is talking in terms of you should have at least 75 percent and above marks all right so you have crossed the first criteria you got 85 percent marks and then you are going to apply for the competitive examination to get into that institute. And how many people are applying for the competitive examination? Half a million people apply. Half a million people apply. And you are among those thousand who get selected. Now tell me how many people are jealous of you? Half a million in your first circle, they are jealous. They will say, I have done better than that person, but I didn't get the admission. He got the admission. And then I said, there is a secondary circle. Do you remember people getting lesser than 75% marks? In those people, those are the have-nots, you know, have-nots. Oh, you know, it was my dream to become an MBA from IIM. Those people don't even have 25 paisa brain. But they still have the desire to be an MBA. So those 50 lakh, okay, that is 
how many five million people out there those five million people they are jealous of you so what is the level of jealousy do the permutation combination you know to the power of n and just because you have got admission after giving all the competitive examinations and all those things please remember this you have incurred karma so in the material world when you have the desire i want to be an mba it is called a desire and when the desire comes to you and you strive very hard for getting that desire fulfilled you incur so much of karma you cannot even imagine remember this not only half a million of those who failed in that attempt and the other one 5 million who did not get it they are all jealous of you isn't that what he says karma yoga the karma yogi who is contented with whatever is unsought is free from jealousy this jealousy is going to cause misery to your life somebody who is not able to get into the iim is going to be jealous of you and this jealousy means you are incurring karma with that so the answer to that question then what am i supposed to do isn't that the question which has come to your mind if you are saying that i am not supposed to write the competitive examination but i still want to you know be an mba what am i supposed to do the answer is in this verse krishna says the karma yogi who is contented with whatever is got unsought is that which comes to you naturally on its own you don't have to strive hard for it it will fall in your lap whether it's a job whether it's an mba whether it's whatever you may become the king of this world or you may become the president or the prime minister if it comes to you naturally if it comes to you on its own without any desire there is no desire whatsoever in you that object which comes to you naturally with its own accord is a gift from god so even if you have not cared to marry the most beautiful woman in the world but you happen to meet a person and get married on its own accord remember these words you are not even strived hard for it you just got it like that that karma so the karma yogi who is contented you don't have to bother i should have got that i should get there i should do this i should do that you know people get in second grade third grade fourth grade colleges or they get the worst kind of jobs you know they think you know i should have got job in city bank i should have got job in ibms i should have got job in intels but they are working for small small companies all these people have aspirations they have desires they have unnatural desires i want to be the best i want to do this it's called passion by the way i want to do this and I'm that that person now how many people are there like that So do you understand when i said that there is hardly any karma yogi in this world has passion and every person in this world 
all those great guys out there who are talking about how to achieve some good in this life you know i want to become the greatest how many classes are there how many online people are there who are called motivators they are putting you into the further gutters by joining their classes or looking at all those videos and things like that and trying to pay for those you are literally aspiring for that you have become passionate you can never be a karma yogi to be a karma yogi you have to allow the god to handle your reins let him do what he wants he will take you to the right place you don't have to struggle there is no struggle in karma yoga please remember this a karma yogi never struggles he never strives hard he is all natural just natural everything comes to him on his own accord it comes on its own he has transcended all pairs of opposite like joy and grief this person doesn't bother whatever he gets he's contented with it he doesn't say oh i feel so sad and i didn't get this i didn't get that he never says any of those things he doesn't say oh my my thesis didn't get selected my this thing never happened my that thing never happened i should have gone here i should have gone there the reason why people come to me in the initial stages is because they are desiring something so it's like a desire people come to me first they will come to me for uh, guruji i want this guruji i want that okay and then the desires become their their mouth start widening then they don't want to be indian they want to become foreigners they want citizenship of countries abroad they want to become this and they want to become that they want visas of countries which they have never even heard of those countries are going to kick them out one day let me assure you this much it's going to happen very soon because why why is an asian supposed to be in that country haven't don't you have your own nation to come to but the person never understood ask me this kind of things it's called desire and when the desire gets fulfilled what they don't understand is there are if there is an h1b visa there are so many people applying for it and so many aspirational people who are maybe gone to that you know balaji temple in hyderabad somewhere and they must be doing all the rounds over there 50 rounds of that place you don't know that those fellows are jealous of you if you get an h1b or even a citizenship of another country please remember this those guys are going to throttle you in your life somewhere down the line they want to kill you not in this life at least in the next one so this is the thing karma yoga is like that so whatever comes to you you got to be satisfied with it whether it is the money whether it is the position the satisfaction is never there for human beings to be a karma yogi first and foremost you should not be bothered if the thing doesn't come to you don't bother about it so much 
oh i should have got that i should have got that and don't aspire for somebody else's position you are getting into that karma yoga remember this if you think that you have got a, a raw deal and somebody else has got a better deal you are a karma yoga no you you are the biggest karmic person you are going to go into the gutters very soon don't worry so you should always have equanimity and equipoise don't get disturbed all right so he says you have to transcend all the pairs of opposites neither the nor that when something good happens to you don't bother about it when something bad happens to you don't bother about it because people are anyway going to be talking nonsense whichever way you are that way and is equipoise in success and failure and is not bound by his action many a time a man a person becomes you know he exults he feels mighty pleased and he feels oh i am on top of the world everybody else who is not on top of the world is jealous of you i will ask you a simple question i want you to think about this question and there is a yogi who has no clothes to wear he goes around with a begging bowl he has got long hair big beard he is walking with wooden shoes how many of you want to be in issues nobody wants to be in issues you know why nobody desires to be that everybody wants to be the great baba ji of this world how many people those who even in spiritual by the way they aspire to be the great osho okay osho was a great guru you know sadguru who is there in kambator or they want to be shri shri he is there in here in bangalore even in spiritual people want to become like that their aspirations are there whoever aspires even for this i want to be this or i want to be that even in spiritual let me tell you is a karma yogi is not a karma yogi he is performing karma and he is going to go into the gutters but these people they may be realized beings nothing is going to touch them but you are definitely going down so never have jealousy for anybody never don't be jealous even in spiritual you should never be jealous no jealousy in spiritual because if you have jealousy and if you are a sadhaka and if you are on the path of spirituality there also this jealousy can murder you can kill you because you are going to be indebted to that other person you get the point and that indebtedness will put you always in front of that other person in the reverse order it's going to be very tough for you your growth is not there then got it so if you meet a person who has equanimity of mind is equipoised is contented with whatever he gets he is not bothered about any any aspirational thing he is not any desires and whatever it comes to him unsought 
he is not even bothered about getting it. It will come and fall in his lap. And is free from jealousy. He doesn't, he is not jealous that the other person has or less or whatever. And has transcended pairs of opposites, which is joy and grief, is equipoised in success and you know, thinking I am very successful or he should not be bothered. I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed. I have a lot of people who keep on saying I failed in this and I failed. No, don't even bother about failures because failure is not a great thing. Then he is not bound by his action. Then that person doesn't get into a trap of karma. Alright, we move to the next verse, verse 23 from chapter 4, Bhagavad Gita. All his actions get dissolved entirely. Who is free from attachment and has no identification with the body and is free from the feeling of mindness, whose mind is established in the knowledge of the self and who works merely for the sake of sacrifice. Entirely who is free from attachment and has no identification with the body. The moment you keep on saying, I did this, I did this, I did this. Even that stupid I can cause you to fall in karma yoga, fall in karma. Why would you want to fall in that path of sin? Don't keep on saying I, 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 I all the time. Never say I. What happens, happens. You don't have to talk about it. So, for the person to have the actions completely dissolved, he should have no attachment or identification with those things. So, anything that happens to you, whether it is good or bad, something good happens to you, you get praised by somebody, don't get attached to that praise. Don't even say, you know, today this person said this about me. Oh, the universe is listening. Remember this. The universe is calculating your karma. You think somebody else is listening? No, 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 no. The universe is listening. If you even exult a little bit and say, <laughs> this person, you are a little, he liked what I did. Finished. The universe has heard you. Even at that Little bit of, you know, gloating comes in your mind. Like that. You don't know. The universe is greater than you. You should know this. So don't exult. Don't even feel happy or mighty pleased if you get something really good. And if something bad happens to you, don't keep on saying, you know, this person is like that, that person is like that. I never got this. I deserved it. Who is this? I, 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 again. The moment you say, I did not get it, the other person got it, I was like this, I was very good, you know. Who cares when everything is done by the Divine Lord? To give or not to give is in His hands. Got it? To give or not to give is in Lord's hands. It's not in your hands. And if you think you are getting it, congratulations. You are incurring all the karmas possible associated with that object. Not only that object, but everybody who is connected with the object. If you get a property, you know, it's not only you. 
but every other person who didn't get it including the whole village and any other person who sees oh this person has a big property you have got into karma with them so don't exult don't say anything bad to another person the moment you exult or you say something bad you feel nice about yourself you have performed a karmic action so this person who is completely dissolved entirely dissolved his actions he doesn't take credit of anything and doesn't disown that thing which is a failure in his life has no attachments whatsoever attachments come because they own that thing i deserve it who are you to say that you deserve something ask yourself this question who do you think you are that you deserve something you are just a small ant on this world you know you are a miserable person who has been put on this world frankly because of your past karmas you have got something in life not because you are some great who's who in this you see that uh, person who was talking too big last year uh, i don't is mayotashi or something something i don't know this person was the chairman of that big bank soft bank they call it now he has become a hard person you know why because all those people that he gave money to everybody is gone to ruins and the one who was jumping all around the place i did this i did this i did this i did this including the jack mas of this world who talked too much not realizing that with one stroke of corona virus everything can be ruined never exult never show the world that you are somebody great and never try to preach somebody how to make money and what to do in your life you are not qualified till god doesn't give you permission don't even open your mouth and try to give advice this is the thing which you should know otherwise you will get into karmic action with those people so it has been brought to ruins the entire economy of these great countries have completely in doldrums what is a person so you should never feel mighty pleased when you get something and never feel bad when you don't get something so you should have no attachments whatsoever and no identification with the body i i i i i who is this i when person sits in front of me for satsang i keep on telling them don't even open your mouth okay don't open your mouth don't say i i i i i you are not somebody great in this world if you want to be great shut your mouth be silent don't even say one word it is when you are silent when you are like ramana maharshi then you will become somebody great to become a karma yogi just have to be sun keep on doing your work whatever comes your way you just got to accept it and do it and go ahead so and is free from the feeling of mindness i did i did i did i did that i i i i has to be removed from your life if you truly want to be the karma yogi whose mind is established in the knowledge of the self this is the one thing which becomes very tough in life the mind is constantly going outwards after this after that after this after that no that is the divine being inside 
when you are one with the self there is no to bother you in this world let me assure you one thing all this comes to you only with sadhana sadhana means spiritual practices you got to do spiritual practice anywhere between 7 to 14 years people think that they have done sadhana for 1 year and then they want the moon not realizing that they are nobody and nothing in this world if you really want to be something you got to do sadhana and the sadhana has to anywhere be between 7 to 14 years minimum a 14 year sadhana will give you fantastic results first you have to be the karma yogi you don't have to desire anything just do things desirelessly people who are aspirational will say you want us to become desireless then what will happen of this world i assure you one thing there are great people in this world who are completely desireless you know you may want to know who are who am i talking about there are mother teresas of this world who won the nobel prize also isn't it nelson mandela isn't it they are desireless then you look at all these other people who became so great in their lives lai lama that man is completely desireless he is god these are the people who have become desireless your aspiration should be to become like them not that you know oh how can you know don't bother about how you are going to serve the god's purpose when god has given you the purpose of this life he will see to it that you get all the tools of the trade that you need he will put them in your lap you got what i'm saying many a times i tell people no do this i give them some stupid job you know according to them it is stupid they don't seem to realize that when i tell them certain things they call me the guru by the way and i tell them very simply it's a very simple terms i say you know do this after 10 days they will tell me i was just doing i was just doing i've just come to the last part of it oh but 10 days have gone you don't understand you know there are too many things going on in my world is that so do you think god has given you all these too many things to do or you have your own desires to do if you want to be yogi just do what you have been told to do don't ask questions don't bother your life about it see earlier when i started the satsangs of the bhagavad gita people were so very particular about being on the satsang in time now degradation starts he teaches what is there for me to sit for the satsang i will listen to it later on you know anyway the recordings are there so what is the big deal i will listen to the recordings later on because today i don't have the time in corona virus time they don't have the time because first they don't get up second they are bothered about their material worldly things what's going to happen what's going to happen what's going to happen and third yeah it's okay 
tamas sets in and tamas will not allow you to do anything even for my 6:30 satsang which is there on saturday and sunday people find it difficult to even join that they feel that you know i slept at 1 o'clock in the night in the days of corona virus what were you doing till 1 o'clock in the night i was working i had a lot of things to do is it you are capturing the world you are becoming some warren buffet of this world you think you have become some great uh, you know united nations secretary general that you don't have time for this if it is coming naturally to you if the satsangs are coming naturally to people you see it is high time you realize that this is something god is giving take it don't try to put your mind in the picture if you put your mind in the picture you are going to give me 1001 reasons why you can't do it if i tell you but do this do it instantly don't keep on waiting for tomorrow because tomorrow is never going to come opportunity which has come your way today is there today only if you write it tomorrow if you do it tomorrow if you say it tomorrow it's of no use it's never going to come back ever again and don't hold me responsible please remember this don't hold me responsible for it i can say only once it's your job to listen and do it as a guru my job is to teach you some things i teach you you have to understand it right there and then if you don't understand it's your funeral not mine well you have too many life to live isn't it so listen to it do your sadhanas in time don't keep on saying you know i can't get up this is not possible that was a headache what are you talking about i have a body ache i am not feeling well if you are not feeling well if you have a headache and a body ache go to the hospital go they will at least the whole day this job has to be done and it has to be done selflessly you are not serving one person you are not serving me i am not asking for any favors from you if i say something it is for your sake not for my sake i am not going to ask you okay give me this money or give me this or give me that i am not even going to bother about it you will become great you would have served the purpose of your life if you understand the true meaning of these words then you will become a great karma yogi and not ask for favors what comes your way naturally you will take it and do it don't question the veracity or the validity of that thing just do it and be happy be lost in that self and don't keep on cribbing or thinking that somebody else is like this or somebody else is like that don't be jealous of anybody in this world don't say any bad words to anybody don't even say good words to anybody it doesn't matter just be your self and be lost in the self of yours whose mind is established in the knowledge of self and who works merely for the sake of sacrifice you have to work only because the work is being given to you if you do the work that comes to you naturally 
it is called sacrifice unto the gods when you sacrifice sacrifice if you have and then you give it's of no use you got what i'm saying you have a thousand rupees and you are giving 10 rupees to somebody i am not going to even give you brownie points for that you are supposed to give 10% of your income 10% you are not giving so by giving 10 rupees to some poor man you are not doing anybody a favor second you have to be generous about it you have to do it naturally not thinking about it and everything that you do if you have one piece of roti roti means uh, chapatis you know or a bread and you give it to a hungry person i will give you a thousand brownie points for that the universe will favor you more than anybody else in this world you are then ready for karma yoga then i will say you are a true karma yogi because you have given what you don't have also the person who has and gives is not a great person a person who may not have has only that much and gives everything away is the greatest person on this earth when my guru told me i got exactly 1 minute left when my guru told me you know what you have that knowledge with you give it to the world you think knowledge becomes less if i give it or isn't it so today when i do what my guru has told me to do go and teach so i teach without expectation i'm not have expecting even one penny or even one good praise from you i just have to do it selflessly so i do it doing karma yoga and what i have i am completely given to you not leaving this much behind also so naturally i have too many you have to become a karma yogi and do everything for the sake of sacrifice alone so we have come to the end of verse 23 next time we will do verse 24 onwards all right so i'll see you all have a very good day and take care of yourself and and stay indoors bye